From Burkina Faso by way of Montreal, this is Kabe Konate and Farafina warming up one of the big outdoor stages at the 36th annual Nuit d'Afrique Festival, right in the heart of Montreal. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Today, we return to North America's premier African music festival in its 36th edition. Wait a minute, 36? And we are 35, they're one year older than us, but that means also that Hey, Africa is taking roots in the good old continent of the Americas. That's nice. Anyway, every July, Nuit Afrique African Nights presents 13 nights of African and African diaspora music in theaters and public spaces throughout the fabulous Canadian city of Montreal. Nuit Afrique is really a home experience for me. When I came to Montreal the first time, they brought me here. And then Papa Touré told me, you have to come back to play here because the place here is for, for the musicians. I start my career here in Nuit Afrique. They are like my homies. They represent my culture the best in Montreal. Well, that's Wesley, originally from Haiti, recalling Papa Lamine Touré, proprietor of Club Balatou and founder of this sensational July festival. Club Balatou on the Saint Laurent Boulevard has long been a welcoming home for musicians from all around the world. And the Nuit d'Afrique office, by the way, just happened to be right next door. Yep. We don't have only Africans here. We have the best African musicians here in Montreal. We're jamming together, we understand each other. I think Montreal is like kind of New York vibes. Most of the musicians, they're just going on the subway with their instruments and come to the gig or come to play somewhere and come back home very chill. And we love that. We like the, the easy way to communicate, to connect in Montreal is very important, yeah. And it's not just Francophone musicians who choose to live in Montreal. Here is Diogo Ramos from Brazil, a Montrealer since 2010. You can see roots from different countries, genuine roots. A group just arrived from Camarón. There is Angola, Brazil, Caribe. Whoa. There is a flavor in Montreal, there is a flavor between May and October. It's amazing. The winter is hard. It's completely crazy. It's beautiful to see. It's different from Brazil, but this can be a, a great challenge. In Montreal, the community is very open and nice. They love the world and welcome diverse cultures with open arms. So I'm lucky to be here. My name is Suzanne Rousseau. I'm the general manager of Les Productions Nuit d'Afrique. I say production because we have the festival, but we produce shows throughout the whole year. So if the people from other countries want to come to Montreal, it's in July, yes, it's our major event, but we're there all year long. Eh? I find that the scene has developed itself. The musicians 10 years ago weren't ready for international tours and now a lot of them are touring and have a little more of a structure around them because it takes that. Eh? You can be an artist and have a lot of talent but you need the people working around you to develop your market. And they have to be ready for that. 
And a lot of them, especially uh, the last two years, have made new albums. I've never seen that in our market before. Montréal, c'est la ville la plus ouverte culturellement. Montreal is the most open city culturally. We're multicultural, multilinguistic, multi-everything. I call Montreal multicolored. You can be a typical Italian in Montreal and live the way you would in Italy. A Chinese person can live as if they were in China, but they add something to Montreal. We're enriched by these differences of culture and thinking, the mixing of people that gives this beautiful beautiful flavor to the city of Montreal. Well, you recognize that mellifluous voice of producer Banning Air, interpreting for Montreal-based Malian Griot, Jelly Tapa. And you might remember Jelly Tapa from our program on Afrofuturism not long ago. And we'll hear more from her later on. Tapa points out that Montreal's African history goes way back. Much of this city was, by the way, built by blacks who left the U.S. in past centuries, but in a scene setting, right? Let's get to music. Here is Diogo Ramos, performing with rapper Bugat and friends at Club Balatou. El silencio pertenece a quien lo rompo, pompo, rompe. El silencio pertenece a quien lo rompo, pompe. Rompo, po, rompo, po, rompe. Rompo, po, rompo, po, rompo. Rompo, po, rompo, po, rompe. Rompo, pompo. La rompes, la pagas, lo haces, lo gozas. La amas, la cuidas, lo siembras, cosechas. Arriégalo, prepáralo. Voltealo, desacórralo, arriégalo, prepáralo, voltealo, desacórralo, arriégalo, prepáralo, voltealo, desacórralo, cántalo, zapatealo, va, 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 kill the sound boy now. más fuerte, dicha y vida tenemos, bailando hasta la muerte, arriégalo, prepáralo, volteálo, desacórralo, cántalo, zapatealo, ba, 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 quiero Thank you. 
Diogo Ramos, Bugat and Friends at Club Balatou. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX as we visit the Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montréal. Well, Diogo Ramos is a guitarist, producer, and composer, and we visited him in his spacious Montréal studio, where he told us about his early days in music in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I come from Brazil, then, as you know, I'm living in Montreal now. I've been doing music since I was five, six, then after I studied a lot of guitar. My family comes from Bahia, then I have in my music a lot of Tropicalia, Gil, Caetano. This is uh, what I was listening, my father was playing when I was young. Diogo came to Montreal in 2010, pretty much on a whim. Ah, I will learn French. I will learn a little bit more English, then I'll be back to, to Brazil. Then uh, when I arrive, I fall in love. Then I learned more French. Then I, I didn't know. I was thinking I was coming to Canada. Then I arrived, there is Quebec. The fight with French and English people. Then I, I oh, okay, there is about, ah, the Portuguese in Brazil will have this, but it's Brazil. Don't, it's completely different. Then I start working with Romeo Ribeiro, amazing. There is a movement in Montreal from Brazilian music now, very strong with good people. Everyone's challenged the other and collaborating. Diogo started in Montréal as a producer and a sideman guitarist, but eventually he began creating his own music and released a debut album in 2018 called Samba Sans Frontières, Samba Without Borders. La samba vianda, yeah. And that idea led to the act we caught at Club Balatou. I met Bugat. I was more traditional Tropicalia, but he's younger and listened uh, beats. Then, Joe, let's do something. Then we did a song, Sua Mão Direita, then we released it. Then, oh, oh, it's good, this mixing. He did the beats. Then oh, I'll put some percussion with the Brazilian guys, some guitars and... After I met João Lenhari, it's a horns arranger, and he did an amazing job, man. Then I'm very happy with this Electro Samba Funk project I'm releasing now. Reggaeton by Jogo Ramos, Bugat and Friends at Club Balatou. We'll be listening for the new album, Jogo, I tell you that. But for now, let's hear from one of the invited artists at this year's Nuit d'Afrique Festival, from Essaouira. Essaouira, man, what a place. Mmm, in Morocco. Gnawa Maestro, Mokhtar Ganya. Mokhtar sings and plays the kimbri, a bass lute that lies at the heart of Gnawa music. We met Mokhtar backstage at the Fairmount Theatre and sat down for a chat. 
Bonjour. Ça va Très bien. Ouais, c'est grave, hein? Wow! Ouais, ça va. Sérieux, sérieux. Ça va. merged French and Arabic with percussionist and engineer Yassine Ben Ali, translating into French and banning into English. Ghana was a tradition passed down from father to son. When I was born, my grandfather, my father, and my older brother were there to teach me the tradition. Ghana is many things. You have to learn the karkap, castanet percussion, the drums, the singing, and the dance before you can even play the gimbri. As the youngest son, Mokhtar had a long wait to pick up the gimbri. It was only after the death of his brother, Mahmoud Ghania, in 2015, that he took up the flag for his esteemed Gnawa family. As listeners may know, this is a spiritual music, a music of healing. Say a person becomes ill, we hold a lila ceremony. The music is medicine. These days, lilas are less often held, but there are many festivals in Morocco where Gnawa music is presented to a wider audience. Mokhtar is keen to travel and share the music, something his father Bukar and brother Mahmoud didn't get to do much, but there is a downside to popularization of Gnawa. Young musicians play a lot at the festivals. Sometimes they're just 20-somethings. Me, I spent 30 years just playing the castanet with Mahmoud. George, throughout this interview, Mokhtar and Yassine kept emphasizing how demanding it is to learn the Ganawa tradition and the repertoire. You don't get to be a malam or a master without a huge amount of work. Well, there are five colors, and each one has its own suite of pieces. You have to learn each song and each color completely before moving on to the next. But today's kids, well, they are in a hurry. They want to get to the top without climbing the stairs. But to play a lila, though, you really have to know your stuff. A lila is not one day, it's three days. A master plays for three days and he doesn't sleep. Mokhtar Ganya's musicianship goes beyond Gnawa ceremonies. For example, he collaborated with our friend, the late jazzman Randy Weston, and with his current group, Gnawa Soul. Mokhtar is speaking to the world. But Yassin and Mokhtar hesitate to call their music fusion. Here is Yassin. We wanted to open the music, but to keep the tradition. Normally, the Malam plays alone with his percussionist. He is the leader. We wanted to respect that. So even if we opened up the sound and brought in other instruments, the Malam and his gimbri remain the lead sound. If not, we lose something. And Mokhtar adds, it's a fusion, but it keeps the spirit. Wow, the band's debut release, Gnawa Soul, is riveting. Highly recommended. But hey, let's go back to their performance at the Fairmont Theatre in Montréal.
Wow, Gnawa Soul, live at Nuit d'Afrique in Montréal. But after the show, Benninger spoke with the band's remarkable guitarist, I tell you, okay. Anwar Ben Brahim. Moi, j'ai fait les arrangements pour cet album. C'est moi qui ai fait les arrangements, que ce soit le keyboard, que ce soit... George, Anwar is saying that he did all the arrangements for the album and the tour. He's got a long history with traditional music. He says that with all the Western instruments you hear in Ganawa soul, the goal is the same, not to change or enhance Ganawa music, but to translate it into terms that outsiders can understand. Gnawa Soul. Man, what a set that was. All right, changing gears now. At Nuit d'Afrique, we were treated to three nights of music dedicated to the Mandekora, a signature instrument of West African griots. The music was so rich that we're working on a complete show about Kora music. You'll love it. But for now, let's hear a duo performance between Jelly Mori Tunkara, who lives in Montreal, and yes, he is related to master guitarist Jelly Madi Tunkara and Madu Sidiki Jabate, brother of Tumani Jabate, our good friend Tums. Madu flew all the way from Mali just for this one show. How about that? The concert was called La Nuit de la Cora, the Night of the Cora, and it took place at the lovely old theater called Le Gesu.
beaucoup. Wow, that is sublime. And as I mentioned, much more like this is coming on a future program. But before we leave the land of Cora, we must sample another collaboration that took place at the Gesu on a different night. Remember Derek Gripper? You know that South African classical guitarist who interprets Cora music on guitar like this? Some years ago, Derek met Senegalese chora player Zal Sissoko at a festival in Zimbabwe. Monsieur Derek Gripper, je l'ai rencontré au Zimbabwe, à Harare, dans un festival, Haifa Festival de Harare. I met Derek at Haifa in Harare, Zimbabwe. I finished and he was coming to the stage and said, I want to play with you. I said, we haven't rehearsed, how can we play? He said, no problem, I adore Monday music and the chora, and I play chora music on guitar. Zal was so impressed with Derek's playing that he invited him to come and play with him in Montréal, where he's lived for 20 years, and that was in 2018. Four years later, they decided to perform together again, and this time with Jelly Tapa as well. I said, why not? But did Derek have the knowledge of how to accompany a voice? Because it's one thing to interpret chora music on guitar, but accompanying a singer, that is something else. And how did that go? I was very, very happy. For me, it was like a game. I pass you the ball, you pass me the ball, we leave spaces. It was a musical game, a universe of speaking and listening, speaking and listening. It was communication. And for Derek? So backstage, I met Jelly Tapa for the first time, who told me she was Candia Coyate's daughter, which is amazing because Candia Coyate and Fanta Sacco have been my go-to griot singers for, you know, being able to hear how these songs sound when they're not being played solo. So that was remarkable. And she's quite obviously her daughter because she's really incredible, powerful. And then the interesting thing is that Zal is from the Casamance, so his way of playing even the same pieces is different. Sometimes, like in a different key, kind of, you know, the orientation where he plays it in the chorus is different. But yeah, we survived. Here is Zal, Derek and Tapa with Mini Yamba.
and Jelly Tapa performing together for the first time at Nuit d'Afrique in Montréal. More festival highlights coming up, including an exclusive performance from Femi Kuti and The Positive Force. 
Don't forget to visit afropop.org to see a photo essay and more from Nuit d'Afrique. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. My name is Wesley. I am artist, author, composer, and guitar player. I'm from Haiti, and uh, I live in Montreal for more than 20 years now. Wesley first came to Montreal as a student and fell in love with the city's diversity and openness. But his story starts back in Haiti, where he grew up in a Paul Prince ghetto. I grew up in a family with seven kids, and my dad used to be a musician. He used to be a troubadour, the musicians that play on the beach for the tourists. And every time he's going to play, he took one of us or two of us, and he give us like a little shaker or something, a clad, to keep ourselves entertained and play music with him. That's how I learned how to play music in the beginning with the percussion. Later, I start playing guitar with the guitar that I built on my own. <laughs> Wesley's parents saw music as a way to keep a young man out of trouble amid widespread political violence. They encouraged music and were pleased when he won a grant to study in Montreal. Fast forward to today, and Wesley tours widely with his diverse seven-piece band. Those musicians, they are not all from Haiti, some from Haiti, some from Côte d'Ivoire, some are from, from Burkina Faso. We try to make a unique sound, that sound Montreal. Wesley gave us a preview of his Nuit d'Afrique show, which happened on the first night of the outdoor portion of the festival at the Radio-Canada stage. In the beginning, I will start with the traditional. In my country, we cannot start a show without honoring the traditional culture. We're gonna sing in voodoo, like Nago rhythm. You're gonna see like a very, very roots, roots, roots. We start the show in traditional to make sure like everybody feel the vibes and connecting people together. That's all, that's what it is. Yeah. 
live at Nuit d'Afrique in Montréal. Leslie is about to release his sixth album and he told us a little about it. Little City is called Tradition. It's a long journey of research and exploring different traditions and the Haitian culture. I decide to go in deeper and deeper in the culture and the languages and the rhythms like Nago, Congo, Banda, Ganga, and Rada, and Daomi. And then I took a long, long time to learn the songs and talk to the emperors. I learned a lot. And that made me come with this album, Tradition. There was songs that didn't have even one word of Creole. They all in front or away or Yoruba. And then you, you need to know how the culture works. This is the ceremony in Creole. When it's like midnight, one o'clock, that's where the huge deal is. It's like in the colonial time, when they start the ceremonies, they have to make the police and the people, the guards, feel good. And when the guards are gone, the ceremony is changing. That's where you learn the deepest roots, the deepest language that is coming straight from Africa. 
This is an album we'll have to dig into on a future program, but for now, back to Montréal. Now, here's something interesting. Every spring, in the wind-up to the Nuit d'Afrique Festival, there's a month-long Battle of the Bands at Club Balatou, and it's called Sidi Dor, the Gold Elephant. And we, at Afropop Worldwide, have the honor of awarding one band the Afropop Prize. In 2022, the prize went to a young band focused on North African music, The band is Sirocco, and we spoke with the leader, Ali Idress. Le Sirocco, c'est le nom d'un vent du désert, du Sahara, qu'il est très très chaud. The Sirocco is a wind from the desert, from the Sahara, and it's very, very hot. In my village, Bejaya, on the northern coast of Algeria, on the Mediterranean Sea, there are days when this hot wind comes and grains of sand settle on cars, balconies, rooftops, and this wind crosses the Mediterranean to arrive in Europe, all the way to Italy, even England. We thought this was a good image because it's all the heritage and warmth of Africa that we want to bring to North America. Because the grains of sand, a physical presence, remain even when the wind and heat are gone. Ali came to Canada in 2008 when he was just 12 years old, and that's when he became a musician. He had grown up with shabby music and songs from the Kabyle Mountains. But it was only when all that was far away that he began to miss it and wanted to play music himself. So he picked up the Algerian banjo. Sirocco's seven members bring all sorts of styles to the mix. But there is no doubt this group has a sound. In this song, they pay homage to the late Algerian shabi singer Mohamed El Badji. Ben, les styles qu'on joue, c'est pas très facile de, de catégoriser comme ça. The style we play is not very easy to categorize. The main heritage and dominant color is shabi music, but the rest of the musicians extend the sound with other colors: flamenco, rumba, Latin music, Afro-Cuban music, Afro-Peruvian music, jazz du classique et musique d'Europe de l'Est aussi. Jazz, classical, Eastern European music, tango, bolero, swing. So shabi is the basis. But this is not traditional shabby. It's really a fusion that brings a different image, an image that resembles us. Sirocco is just one year old, and the band has yet to record an album. But Ali shared with us a live demo, handmade, homemade, as he put it.
grands yeux tristes j'aurais chassé la lumière Pour ces grands yeux tristes j'aurais chassé la lumière J'aurais troqué mon soleil pour approcher ta solitude Entre deux histoires, une ivresse et la guitare Qu'on se dise les silences que la nuit entend Qu'on caresse cette danse où s'enfuit le temps Et alors vient qu'on s'exile du pays des pleurs Rejoindre le grand ailleurs où meurent les amoureux non seulement il est beaucoup trop tard, la nuit nous pardonnera sûrement. Rassure-moi la guitare. Et non seulement il est beaucoup trop tard, la nuit nous pardonnera sûrement. Rassure-moi la guitare. Sirocco, winners of the Afropop Prize of the Silidor Battle of the Bands in Montréal. We look forward to the band's official debut album, for sure. And now, for our next act, from Mali, MD. My name is Mamoutou Dambele. I'm from Mali, West Africa. Je viens d'une famille griot. George Mde says his birth name is Mamoutou Dembele. Mde, spelled E-M-D-E, signifies his initials. He's born to a family of griots where music is a heritage, and he calls his style blues manding, mendingo blues, bringing in diverse styles from a number of mande groups, Bambara, Bobo, Segu, Malinke. And by the way, listeners, M-Day won the Afropop Prize in the 2019 Silidor Battle of the Bands. One mark of M-Day's unique sound is the instrument he plays. It's a 15-string gourd harp, halfway between a 21-string kora and a six-string kamelengoni. Ah, oui. Bon, mon instrument, je fabrique les kamelengoni depuis que je suis né. This instrument? I made camelingonis from when I was young. I made chorus. But in 2001, 2002, I noticed that there was no instrument with 15 strings, nowhere in the world. There are lots of families of instruments, goni, jellyingoni, camelingoni, dosongoni. So I made mine with 15 strings and small, mini, but with this, I can play all the styles, blues, funk, reggae, and I call it Jejuru. That means strings of a warrior to honor the empires of Africa, the warriors who fought to defend our people. That's serious. And so is MD's sound. Just listen.
Transatlantic Rio sounds from MD, an artist to watch for sure. Hey folks, let me tell you, there's so much music at Nuit d'Afrique, it's hard to believe. Our final evening was the first night of the outdoor program, with Femi Kuti and the Positive Force as the headliner. Festival director Suzanne Rousseau was happy. When I'm happy is when the sun comes out. The weather for me is so major. Yesterday was rough, we weren't open. So today the sun is out. I'm very excited about the first day's programming. And of course, to uh, close the night with Femi Kuti for free. So we're really happy to be able to do that and start with an artist that really touches many people and our multi-generational public. So it's a good start. For the first time, the 2022 edition had two outdoor stages, doubling the size of the program for the last six nights. And now we leave you with our own final taste, an incendiary set from Fela Kuti's eldest son. And catch this, Femi spoke to the crowd en français. Ouh la la! Mon français c'est terrible, pardon moi, mais alors, nous sommes très heureusement à en arriver en montrer avec nous. Moi, je suis le pilote Femi Kuti. Ça c'est mon crew, the positive force. Are you ready to groove? Are you ready to groove? Say yeah!
From Lagos, Nigeria, Femi Kuti and the Positive Force wrapping up our visit to the 36th Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montréal. Big thanks to Suzanne Rousseau, Thomas Chenevière and the whole crew at Nuit d'Afrique for all your help with this program. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase, seminar, and trade fair for world and roots music, October 19th to the 23rd in Lisbon, Portugal. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air with help from Sean. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, including radio programs and our Afropop close-up podcast series. And don't forget to join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief photo engineer is Michael Jones, Banning Air, and C.C. Smith. Edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Mukwai Wabeisi Yolwe, and I'm Georges Collinet. Allez! Allez!